Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back for our third segment. This is Big Red Birdies, Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker here on 93.7 The Ticket. Um, we are going to talk about how we prepare for golf tournaments. So if anyone has any questions, um, reach us in the hotlines. We've got the Honda of Lincoln hotline in the Sarder Harmon text line at 402-464-5685. So, Lindsay, let's just jump right into it. Um, yeah. We've got the Western coming up in yeah. about, what, four days now. How have you been preparing, and will you continue to prepare for this tournament? Yeah, um, I would say on the practice side of things, I've been working on a few of the things that I haven't been doing very well this summer, or, you know, I've kind of taken the feedback from the previous tournaments that I've played and said, okay, what do I really want to – work on and get ironed out here before my next tournament um so for me that's been my pretty much wedges on in with wedges and chip distance wedges and then some of the shorter pitching and chipping um so yeah today we just had a good practice session with our coach Jeannie Sutherland so I was out there practicing some different pitch shots with her out of the rough which was super helpful um I feel a lot more confident going into the tournament now that I've had that session with her so yeah Yeah. a lot of short game stuff Uh, real quick what was the name of that tournament again the Western. The Western, mm-hmm. and then what? when does that take place, just in case guys want to follow along with you and see how you guys are doing? It's on Tuesday. It starts Tuesday. Tuesday. So we'll play um, 18 holes Tuesday, 18 holes Wednesday, and then okay. they're going to cut the field um, to the top 32, and then from there it'll be match play. Okay, so number cool. one will play number 32, two will play 31, um, et cetera. So, yeah, it'll be a fun week. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited for it. What about you? What's what's a different aspect that people might not think of um that you prepare for with a tournament yeah i typically try to look at the course um so i've like looked it up online i mean obviously we haven't been there but i saw that it is more tree-lined so um i've been really focusing on trying to hit fairways when i practice so um at my driving range there's like a black stake and a blue stake i think they're about 30 yards apart Mm -hmm. and so i make my own fairway between those um stakes and i alternate with driver three wood five wood Mm -hmm. hybrid four iron hitting different balls between those um, yeah. kind of like a field goal right yeah. get it in the fairway and so that way you know I'm sure there's going to be dog legs where our driver might go through so we're going to have to hit three wood or you know right. whatever it may be so I've been really trying to focus on making sure that I have something reliable that's in the fairway that's in play that way we're not in the trees all day yep. Yep. <laughs> punching out so yep. um that's kind of been my main focus um and I've also tried to balance like playing versus practicing uh as best I can like today was a good practice day Mm -hmm. um I'm gonna play tomorrow with my family but then Saturday I'm gonna go practice that way I don't play every single day until the western starts how do you usually do that do you have a strategy that you like to stick to or is it kind of just different week I think it's pretty different week to week yeah Yeah. and even like when I'll play I'll play different tees maybe if we're playing a shorter course or playing a longer course yeah whatever it may be. But what about, do you do that too? Or do you? Yeah, it really depends. I would say, um, last week I played most of the week mm-hmm. and it was a lot more, but I, it's kind of, it kind of also depends on like how my game is feeling and what yeah. I think I need. Like I had come from the week before having a lot of range time in like standard, you know, repetition shots, which is great. And so I put that practice in but then now I'm like, okay, I think I need to work on some different lies or if my drive goes into the trees, you know, I still need to work on punching out or whatever. So I was just really feeling like I needed a week just on the course, just getting a bunch of different shots and different looks. So I did that 
last week and then today or this week I guess I'm kind of back to more of the practicing and just fine-tuning what I saw from the course that I need to work on before I get to the Mm -hmm. tournament so it is a good balance but I feel like it definitely kind of fluctuates and changes from tournament to tournament depending on what is needed yeah I mean I get that too because yeah you know in Kansas I I kind of thought that probably the weakest area of my game was putting and Mm -hmm. so that's when you know we worked with coach today on or I worked with her specifically on putting and um, tomorrow I'm going to play and kind of try to implement that in playing and whether it goes well or not, we're going to make sure we work on it Saturday. And, yep. you know, whether it's going to have to be one hour or two hours or three hours, whatever it's going to be to kind of get ready yeah. for the tournament. Yep. So it'll just kind of depend. But I definitely do like playing a little bit before tournaments. That way you can see, oh, okay, this is working or this isn't working. And then have yeah. a few days of practice before. That way you can kind of hammer home yep. whatever you need. Yep, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And then we'll have a practice round as well once we get up mm-hmm. there on Monday. So walk through a little bit how you approach practice round. Yeah. For me, I try to, my number one goal in a practice round is to just see the course, mm-hmm. kind of figure it out what style it is, um, figure out what you need to be successful there. Yeah. I would assume based off the looks of this, number one thing is try to be in the fairway, but you know, you don't yeah. know until you get there. Um, and then my next thing is trying to figure out approach shots and what's the best chance to avoid bogeys, make pars, make birdies. Mm -hmm. So whether that's, you know, hitting it close or, you know, figuring out how you can get up and down where you want to miss, where you want to leave it on different holes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the two things. And I try not to think much past that because I don't want to overcomplicate it. But what about you? Yeah, kind of the same thing. Something that's sticking out in my mind is what our coach always says, Coach Sutherland. She (laughs) told me once last year during a practice round to like look up where she's like, keep your eyes like up just look and I think what she meant by that was just literally look, look around. around at yeah. the course like there's elevation changes there's if you're so stuck in oh I, my swing has to be this way yeah. and I'm trying to work on this and if I'm still trying to work on that in the practice round I miss on so much of what you were saying of like okay what do our greens look like how fast are they what does the slope look like and where's our best miss where's the sand we want to avoid mm-hmm. and so much of that so that what you were saying just kind of reminded me of that little quote from her yeah <laughs> where she's like just just keep your head up and look around yeah it's, it's I, more about what the course is like at not that about point what you are than like what, yeah than what your swings like at the moment so yeah. yeah I think it's hard it's a tough balance because it's like you obviously want your game to look good in the practice round but mm-hmm. I've also seen with myself that um I remember I don't know two years ago I I doubt I broke 90 in the practice round I I mean it was it was bad and I was mm-hmm. like eh, whatever just one day and then the next day I was under par in the tournament it's yeah, like I'm- I mean obviously you you want to hit the ball as well as you can in the practice round to get the right feel for the course but at the end of the day it doesn't determine about, how you're going to play yeah it's more about seeing the course and preparing for it in that way mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Uh, someone chimes in here, unknown texter says, how do you handle the mental highs and lows of golf? Hmm. Uh, for me, it's having a good support system. Yeah. Um, for sure. I think that's the number one thing of like having people to lean on and remind yourself that number one, it's a game. And number two, like it's okay. Golf is a game yeah. where you, you could literally shoot 15 shots different in two or three days and yeah. you didn't, nothing changed about you and it's, you know, it's not, it's not like you, it's your, it's, it's a game. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that's the biggest thing for me too, is like actively reminding and like saying that in my head of like, I am more than my golf score or mm-hmm. I'm more than what I can produce this day on the course. And uh, that's so much harder said, 
it's so much easier said than done. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, but it's if I I find if I can actually like say that to myself in my head, the more I say it to myself, the more I hope to start to believe it. But yeah, it is a hard balance. But I think just not putting so much of like when I'm when I'm golfing and when I'm practicing golf, I'm fully golf. But having other things outside of golf that remind me that I'm I'm a human, I'm a person, and that <laughs> enjoys doing other things too, and puts more of myself in other things as well. And sometimes that helps too. But it's tough. Golf is so mentally draining sometimes mm-hmm. when you're not doing well. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's where I think having that, like for me, it's having that support system that's outside of golf. Like, yep. you know, most of my friends, we have our team, but then a lot of my high school friends, they never golfed. They don't quite understand, but they, they'll ask me how golf was, but then they, they more care about, you know, how's class going? How's how this going? Yeah, yeah. What's, yep. you know, what's everything else in life looking like? And I think that's always nice to kind of get a break from yeah golf sometimes and just yeah do other things and like we talked about in the last segment you know go to the lake or go get ice cream or go to concerts and it's not golf 24 7 it doesn't put so much pressure on it then when Mm -hmm. we're going out there like i have to do this or i have Mm -hmm. to if i don't do this it's the end of the world because it's not we're we're a lot more well-rounded than that and we have a lot more things that make up who we are than just just our golf score Mm -hmm. so exactly but i think that's one of the things that makes golf very hard is because at the end of the day you come into the clubhouse with a score and it is one number and it's a lot different I think than other sports where it's like oh in basketball you know you had this many assists you had this many points you had you know defensive Mm -hmm. steals all of those things that like kind of make up what you did that day whereas with golf it's when people when you come in from your round it's like oh how'd you do and it's like they're maybe not on purpose but it's like you're looking for a score you know you're that's like what we say is oh I shot this Mm -hmm. and I think that's Again, not meaning to, but I think that can make it so much focused on that one thing. And it can be really hard mentally if it's not great to not put so much of yourself into that mm-hmm. when you're just producing that score. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the tough things about golf. Yeah, I agree. Because in other sports, it's just you have you also have so many other variables where in golf, it's like, yeah, I have this number. But in football, you can win a game, you can lose a game, but there's a thousand different things that happen but for you if you shoot 75 you had 75 shots like it ended the day it's i mean it's a 75 (laughs) yeah and maybe it was an ugly 75 maybe it was a great 75 but that's just but you also like don't explain that every time someone asks you you know right it's like what'd you shoot and that's it Mm -hmm. not like oh but there was this and this and there was that and Mm -hmm. that it's like i shot 75 Mm -hmm. and then exactly that gives off a reaction you know to people so yeah this is this little uh, like a little random but have you guys ever had a like just a maybe not even tournament just a round where like you were just so in deep mentally that you couldn't get out of it and then you just had a horrible outing where you just couldn't bounce back yeah it's happened Mm -hmm. it has happened before and it's one of those things where you look back on the round when you're done and you can see exactly when you were in that and it's like why did I not just Mm -hmm. get out of that and it's like so like at least for me it's I've had this happen where I'm like that it's so clear to me that I was in that and I can even pick out like the holes and the shots. And exactly, I get it, into it. literally the moment it happens. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, why could I not just get over that hill and just shake it off and get out of it? But mm-hmm. when you're in it, it is so hard. It's like mm-hmm. almost like, what do I do? You're stuck in that, yeah, mm-hmm. mental. I don't rut is Block, kind of what yeah. I call kind of, it. Yeah, yeah, and you just can't get out of it. I don't really have an answer. I don't know. What's your experience with that? I mean, I honestly kind of had that in Kansas. I mean, it happens. It was like it was like hole five, I think, and I it was just like. 
you know, we work hard mentally to try to know when we get there and try to get out of it as soon as possible. But sometimes it's just really, (laughs) it's really hard. You just hit this wall. And that's the nice thing of having caddies and having coaches is they can Mm -hmm. almost sense that from us and they can kind of know, oh, okay, let's talk about this or let's think of this, or they can give you a new thought or bring up something different that makes you maybe think about it a different way or not, you know, realize like, you can just get out of it a lot easier with some help I think yeah that's for sure sometimes it just takes that outside perspective that's not living inside your head yes exactly (laughs) to kind of pick you up and yeah you're right there for sure yeah just mention you'll get a vanilla ice cream after and then exactly back on track (laughs) yes and Megan's happy yeah Yeah. for sure but yeah well thank you all for joining us um that was big red birdies it went by very quickly um unfortunately we will be gone next week so we will not have a show but um we'll be back the following week to kind of recap the western and keep talking golf and random things absolutely yeah thanks you guys for being on here we want to thank canopy street market again and mary ellen foods for the soul this is big red birdies on 93.7 the ticket with megan whitaker and Lindsay teal have a great week